Welcome back to Athlete Mind Show, guys. The athlete development podcast that helps young athletes achieve peace of mind, freedom, and success in sports. And we do this through a five-part framework called the Athlete Maestro Method. I'm your host, Tola Oglewe, and this is episode 442. Train in all conditions, learn to keep your focus, and preparation is everything. He's the most decorated South African Olympian of all time. He's an Olympic world and commonwealth swimming champion today on the show south african legend chad lakelo it's not everyday young athletes get the opportunity to not only compete against their idols but to beat them in their own discipline that's exactly what happened with chad lakelo when at the 2012 olympic games he beat his idol michael phelps in the 200 meters butterfly it wasn't luck it was something he had worked for his entire life he started competitive swimming at the age of 10 and never really looked back south africa doesn't have the state-of-the-art facilities or state-sponsored swimming like you have in many of all these other countries you see all of this makes charlie Cruz's achievement all the better it all kicked off for him at the 2010 youth olympic games where he won five medals one gold three silver and one bronze medal that same year at the 2010 commonwealth games he won two gold medals one silver medal and a bronze medal. His, his two gold medals were in record times for the commonwealth games the world had begun to take notice the 2011 world championships wasn't his best but it was the best preparation that he could have going into the 2012 olympic games you see leclo had grown up idolizing michael phelps the most decorated olympian of all time in the 200 meters butterfly his dream came true he beat phelps by 500 of a second in a race he had trailed for the most part you see what makes that achievement all the more remarkable is that michael phelps in the 200 meters butterfly had been unbeaten for 10 years so for 10 years nobody had been able to beat him but charlie clo came in there and of course he got the job done the world needed no further introduction to his talent and what he was capable of he continued on his part to be one of the best swimmers in the world. The 2013 World Championships, he won gold in both the 100 and the 200 meters butterfly. 2014 Commonwealth Games, he won six medals, two gold medals, one silver and three bronze medals. All this set up a rematch between him and Michael Phelps at the 2016 Olympic Games. The epic moment came in the semi-finals when Leclo tried to intimidate Phelps, but it didn't work. Phelps won the gold medal, Leclo finished fourth. His silver in the 200 meters freestyle and 100 meters butterfly made him the most decorated South African Olympian of all time. Today is your mentor, guys, and the three lessons that I want you to learn from Chad Leclo. Now, of course, if you're a big swimming fan, I mean, you know Michael Phelps. Uh, we've looked at him previously on the podcast and how he attained this legendary status, the most decorated olympian of all time you know that's not a fluke we went through the lessons and the things that he did to get to that point now when you have an athlete like chad leclo who finds himself at the point where he was able to prepare and was able to beat michael phelps at his own game 
then of course it means that he was able to do a few things right and that's exactly what i want to do and break down in this episode now you have heard in the intro guys that look what we do here is to try to get you to have peace of mind freedom so that you can achieve success in your sport you see if you have peace of mind nothing is weighing you down if you have freedom you express yourself the way that you want to you see all of this is done through the athlete master method so i want you to look forward to when is this episode which is the first episode of the new year so the year is wrapping up you know this is monday wednesday first of january you want to tune into that episode where i go deep into this framework the five proper so i'm going to give you the overall framework then over the next five episodes we're going to delve deep into each of the elements of that framework so that your month of january you kind of understand what the athlete maestro method is about and of course going into the year you know how to apply this into every single problem that you face sports wise as long as it's a sporting problem if you apply the athlete master framework trust me guys you're going to see results first lesson guys from tad lecro is trained in all conditions now after his remarkable achievement at the 2012 Olympic Games, where of course he beat Michael Phelps, that's 200 meters butterfly. Uh, attention was on Leclerc, and everyone wanted to know uh, how he was able to do it. How he was able to achieve this feat? Where did this guy come out from? I think he was 20 years old at the time, or something like that. Very young guy, you know, and he came, he beat a legend. You know, and he went back to South Africa and they saw the pool where Leclerc used to train. And of course, where he still trains in preparation for the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. And I'm sure it's the same facility that he's going to use as he prepares for the Tokyo Olympic Games. And it was an outdoor pool. You know, so when the weather was adverse, those guys still had to train. You know, it wasn't a pool that was regulated. So in terms of the temperature, it was outside. So literally, if it was cold, you had to swim. If it was warm, uh, that was nobody's business. And when Leclerc was interviewed, as well as his team, he said, look, a lot of all these foreigners that you know go to the olympic games come to the commonwealth games and some of all these uh, tournaments if they had to train the way i had to train in preparation for the olympic games many of them would not be where they are why because the conditions were not stellar and of course this draws comparison with the jamaican sprinters you know when they bust onto the scene so you're looking at uh, usain bolt asafa powell uh, veronica campbell brown shelly and fraser price and all these other guys when they bust onto the scene and you know they went to jamaica and they're like you know we're going to find state-of-the-art facilities where these guys train and they hone their craft and they get better at what they do and we're going to find their secret you know they go there and they find this beat down facility where nothing was working nothing was happening at all and they were like how exactly is this where you train and of course the one of the coaches of those jamaicans when he was interviewed and he talked about it, he said look the day that we install state-of-the-art facilities here you know we we lay the track we put air-conditioned gyms and all of that that's the day jamaican sprinters you know are going to start going now why because they're going to forget what it means to get to that point and guys it's the same thing for Charlie Crew. That's why the first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from him is train in all conditions. So, are you the athlete who only wants to train when the sun is out? Or ideally, are you the athlete that only wants to train when the weather is cool? Are you the athlete that would only train in certain environments? Are you the athlete, you know, that would only train if all the conditions were perfect for you? You see, if you're going to get to an elite level, if you're going to get to the point where you need to get to in order to achieve the success that you're chasing you have to learn to train in all conditions it was after the 2012 olympic games that leclerc had won and he was getting all those attentions that is when a certain part of his season he would go abroad to doha or some of those state-of-the-art facilities and then he would train for like two weeks but guess what he's going to go back to south africa 
and then he's going to keep going see what this did for him was that he gave him the mental fortitude to know that look if i can overcome this if i can work in this place if i can train in this place that is not world class that doesn't have all the state of the art things and the gyms and all of that if i could train in this place and get the job done do the business the way i'm supposed to do it then there's no challenge that i can overcome you know so i go to the olympics the conditions are adverse i'm already used to it i go to the olympics uh, you know things are not working out the way they should work out i'm already used to it based off of what i've been able to train to so i see a lot of the young nigerian athletes and of course i continue to encourage them that look wherever it is you're training now you have to learn to train there because it is your starting point that's where you're building your mental fortitude so that you can knock out any obstacle that comes in front of you first lesson guys from chad leclo is train in all conditions so when the condition is good you're going to train when the condition is bad you're going to train whatever the condition is whether favorable or unfavorable you are going to train in those conditions because that is the kind of athlete that you've developed yourself to be first lesson guys from chad leclo train in all conditions the second lesson guys is learn to keep your focus learn to keep your focus guys now obviously you've heard 2012 olympic games goes in there with one goal in mind wants to beat michael phelps in 200 meters butterfly guess what he does exactly that and of course the world explodes social media is going agog you know who's this guy that beat michael phelps and all of that you know it was his idol it was someone that you know he had looked up to for so long and all of that and of course with success in sports comes the attention and when i say attention if you're a female athlete the attention comes from the male athlete. If you're a male athlete, the attention comes uh, from the female athletes and the female fans, whichever way it goes. And of course, it got to a point where Chad Little began to get distracted, you know, and uh, because of the adulation and the attention that he was getting. Also, after the 2012 Olympic Games, you know, there was a short period where Michael Phelps retired. And of course, he came back in 2015 in preparation from the Rio olympic games and there was this spat and a war of words between him and phelps uh, that's chad leclo and michael phelps as well as related to chad leclo's victory at the 2012 olympic games and how you know maybe nobody had swam that fast since phelps retired and, and they just got involved in that back and forth now of course michael phelps is a legend this is a guy who has been doing this for so long chad leclo at that point was still new on the scene he was still new on the blocks and he was just beginning to learn a few things that were happening as related to sport. Now, of course, he got involved in that. Now, when they got into the Olympic Games proper in Rio 2016, you know, the hype had built up so much to the point that everyone was looking forward to that race. How were the two guys going to fare? How were things going to happen? I posted this video on my Instagram feed a few few months ago, I believe it is, where in the changing room, in the preparation for the semi-final, you know, Chad Leclerc was doing the Muhammad Ali shuffle, you know, trying to intimidate Michael Phelps, who was sitting. And of course, Michael Phelps was tunnel vision and it was more or less like he was grunting and it was tagged the hashtag uh, Phelps face, so to speak. You know, it was it was laser focused, not worried about what Charlie Clue was doing. Now, Charlie Clue ensured that he was crossing Michael Phelps' high eyesight, you know, just to show him that, look, I'm here, man, and I'm ready to rumble. Guess what? When they eventually got to the final, Charlie Clue finished fourth. Michael Phelps won that race. Guys, learn to keep your focus. First and foremost, as it relates to the attention that you're going to relieve that you're going to receive when you start experiencing certain success you see you have to know what got you to where you are and you have to know how far you still have to go so if for the little success that you have achieved you're getting distracted you're getting taken aback uh, you are beginning to lose your focus then what happens when you get to the elite status where of course you now have certain teams around you helping you achieve certain things helping you do certain things what then happens 
at that point you see guys it's important that the focus that you had before your success begins to come is the same focus that you have after that success comes then of course you need to ensure that what is important is what stays front of mind now of course chad leclo and i know he would admit this as well he had no business getting involved in that spot with michael phelps where you know they're trading blows on social media on twitter and talking back and forth what's your goal your goal is to defend your olympic title that's what you wanted to do you know so all this back and forth was unnecessary now of course those distractions as well as some other family distractions ensured that Leclerc wasn't his best at the Olympic Games and of course he finished fourth in that 200 meters but guys you have to learn to keep your focus you have to learn to keep your focus ensure that you have at the forefront of your mind what is important and of course you're going to learn this from the athlete maestro method where one of the things that we talk about is FTR which is forget the rest you see in developing a laser focus towards the goals that you want to achieve you need to know what is important and you need to know what is not important you see what is not important is what you then have to do which is forget the rest which i said ftr and of course look forward to the episodes in january guys where i delve deeper into this framework because you see if leclo had known this if he applied this now i'm sure his coaches might have been saying it at that time uh, maybe it was just difficult to appreciate at that point but you see if he was forefront of his mind and he knew that look all these things are distractions i need to forget the rest he would have kept his focus where he should have been and of course he would have been better prepared and more effective at the olympic games program now of course he, towards that time as well his dad was undergoing cancer treatment and his mom was undergoing cancer treatment so it was a really tough time so he didn't really need all those other distractions that were coming from left right and center second lesson guys from chad leclo is learn to keep your focus guys learn to keep your focus and the final thing guys is preparation is everything preparation is everything one of the things as well guys that you see from the athlete maestro method you know is where of course you have to take stock and you have to assess everything that is currently going on of course after you do that you then plan and you implement the things that you're supposed to do you see part of that implementation is the preparation so after Lee Klum had won at the 2012 olympic games and he had beaten Phelps. Obviously, in South Africa, it was center of attention, and his coach was asked, you know, how exactly did you guys do it? What did you uh, do in training to get to the point where you were able to achieve this goal? You know, and you see, I, I was studying this because, you know, all these athletes that I bring to you, I do background checks and I go deep into their story and, you know, so many of the things that we can learn from their career. I see, I found out that this mission, this goal that they had to beat Michael Phelps at the Olympic Games started 24 months before those olympic games so for two years they had that goal and then they began to attack it now i I had to go deeper and i had to check and say okay what were some of the other things that you guys did while you were training you see it would interest you to note that the most basic things the most simple things that you know any athlete will get bored of any athlete will get tired of those are some of the things that lake clue was doing now i saw this um instagram clip that alan stein jr posted on his on his uh, instagram a page and this is a guy you know that we brought on the podcast and we talked about uh, uh, so many lessons that we could learn from him you know and he talks about kobe bryant in that particular instagram video and what he's what is he saying about kobe bryant he's saying that look he was watching kobe train and kobe was doing the basics kobe was doing the basics the guy was intrigued and he walks up to him and he asks him and he says i, I watch your training i watch what you were doing and it seems like you were just doing the basic things and kobe says why do you think i'm the best player in the world 
because I don't get bored of doing the basic things. See, so many athletes would not do the basic things. What were some of the basic things that Leclerc was doing? You see, he ensured that every single day he had a two-hour nap in the middle of the day. Now, if you don't say at least today that, look, you have to nap for two hours in the middle of the day just to ensure that your body is getting recovery, they are laughing at you. They would rather be on Instagram. They would rather be on Twitter. Also, his phones were seized from him from that point. You see, his phones were returned to him 11 p.m. on Saturday and he had to return the phone at 7 p.m. on Sunday. So between Saturday and Sunday, that was when he had the phone. Why did they do that? Because they realized that, look, anytime Leclerc came into training in the morning, he was always tired. And they were like, you, you just slept, literally. So why exactly are you tired? And they found out that 1 a.m., 2 a.m., the guy is still on Instagram. He's still on Twitter. He's still on Facebook talking to his fans. What else did they do? They surrounded themselves with the people that believed in that dream that he had. So literally what they did was they went around, swimmers and coaches and other people and says, do you believe that Charlie Leclerc can beat Michael Phelps at the 2012 Olympic Games? Anybody that said no wasn't part of the team. The people that were crazy enough to say, I actually believe he can do this. Those guys were on the team. So every situation where he was in training at home, in the gym, you see, he was surrounded with people that believed in the goal. So there wasn't any naysayer. Anybody that was distracting and saying, nah, you can't do that. It, it will be impossible. You can't achieve that. He wasn't surrounded with people like that. He was surrounded with people that believed in that goal. Guys, preparation is everything. So this is January, coming soon. You know, at the end of December, 2019 is gone. Literally, you can't do anything. What goals do you have for 2020? So are you preparing for the Olympic Games? Are you preparing for a tournament, a championship? What are you doing? in terms of that preparation are you taking it seriously or are you passive and then when it gets towards the tournament that's when you're going to crank things up and you think that you're going to achieve the result so if someone like Leco could prepare for 24 months two years to attain a particular goal which was to beat Phelps at the 2012 Olympic Games what are you doing at the start of January to hit that goal that you're chasing in August or to hit that goal that you're chasing in September knowing fully well that there is the potential for somebody else somewhere who is vying for the same position you are vying for, who has been training for that same thing for two years. Obviously, they have a head start on you. So, which means that you have to go harder, you have to go stronger, and you have to go more intensely than you ever have. Third lesson, guys, from Chad Leclerc, preparation is everything. What are you doing preparation-wise as it relates to the goals that you're chasing in sports? And of course, remember, goal-setting mastery is available for you guys to learn how to set proper goals as an athlete. How do you set proper goals as an athlete? The only way that you do that is to be well grounded in it. So head over to alimastery.com forward slash blueprints to get your hands on that goal setting mastery. It's January. You see, you need that thing in order to kickstart whatever it is you're doing for the year 2020. So I advise you strongly to go out there and get it. Atlimastery.com forward slash blueprint. Three lessons, guys, from Chad Leclerc train in all conditions learn to keep your focus and preparation is everything preparation is everything head over to the website guys adlimashi.com so many other free resources that we have for you there as you continue to chase those goals that you want to achieve in sports also if you haven't subscribed to the podcast please do so and of course leave us a rating and review we're entering the new year you know so the feedback that you're giving us is going to be very, very instrumental into so many of the things that we're planning to do for 2020, which is to serve you better. And that is exactly what your rating and review will do. If you don't know how to leave that rating and review, head over to AthleteMansure.com forward slash subscribe. AthleteMansure.com forward slash subscribe where you learn 
how to leave that rating and review. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough. You must apply. Willing is not enough. You must do. I want you to go out there. I want you to learn all the lessons you can from a great athlete in Chad Lake I want you to go out there. I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.